Welcome to the Life Beyond the Lens podcast, the podcast where we talk to artists about the things that push them, motivate them, and inspire them to create. What's going on, everybody? This is Ken Nelson, the host of the Life Beyond the Lens podcast. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode. And I'm really excited for this episode. I'm honored to have um, someone that I call a friend, uh, a great artist, a great person. Um, all around Rico Bruce Wade. How you doing, Rico? I'm good. Thank you, Ken. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for uh, allowing me to uh, to share some thoughts with you. Oh man, this is going to be great. Like I, I want to share just a little bit of your background with people listening that may not know who you are. Um, Rico Bruce Wade is an actor, writer, producer, and comic and is part of one of North America's richest comedy traditions, the Second City. And Rico, you were there for quite a while. And uh, it says you had, you know, dozens of reviews that you've done there. And then when you when you completed your uh, time at Second City, you uh, became a producer at the Detroit, Detroit venue, at the Detroit venue. Um, and that's, that's uh, that was Second City still, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, I know you've been in numerous movies. You've been in numerous stage plays. Uh, we've done stage plays together. You know, quite a few. You were yes. in my first feature, Sincerely Brenda. Did an amazing job. Um, I mean, you just, I just, just a lot. There's just a lot of things on your resume. You've done a lot. You, I mean, you teach improv. You teach acting. You're teaching at, um, you do teaching at the Michigan, Act, the Michigan Actor Studio. Michigan Actor Studio, yes. And uh, you're also at Wayne State, right? Yes. Things at Wayne State, yep. Improv. Yeah, teaching uh, improv for business at Wayne State and also um, improv for incoming freshmen in the school of business. So, I mean, you're doing a lot. And I, so I, I want to, oh, first, I, I have to ask this because I can't remember <laughs> when, how did we meet, Rico? We've known each other for many years. For many years. But I just can't remember. I think I know. I, I believe it was two trains running. I think that's when we met. That's when, okay. Because I'm, for some reason, I feel like we met doing a reading for Sandra Seton. Um, but the, it never, the, so the, the play never happened. I don't think it happened until years later, but there was a reading, I believe, at this church on, on Trowbridge and Harrison okay. Road. And that was my first time doing something for Sandra. But I, 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 I want to say it might have been there. Okay. That, but like two trains running really was, yeah, that was where like kind of solidified. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That was, that was a, um, a fine piece. That was yes. uh, a wonderful experience. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, we got, you know, a lot to, to dig in here. I mean, I've known, I, I think I texted you this uh, a couple weeks ago when I asked you to come on the podcast, but I said, I've known you for many years and you told me that you've done stand up, And I was ashamed to say, you know, I was like, Rico, I'd never, I've never seen you perform stand up. I've never seen this. Okay. So I'll say this. I'll say when you first told me this, this was years ago. When you first told me, I said, I just don't see it. I was like, I don't I'm like, I said, I'm like, I don't see it. I don't, I was like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, okay. So I, I would, I mean, this is a conversation. I honestly, I've never said this. I would have with myself. Like, okay. Knowing who you are, knowing you in person, seeing you on stage, the serious, dramatic, powerful actor on stage and in person, just like, just kind of low key, just, you know, you're funny guy, 
but very kind of low key. And, and so I'm like, okay, is he like, I'm trying to imagine you as a stand up comic. I'm like, is he very conservative and, and kind of like serious and, and dry humor? Is he, <laughs> no. Is he like <laughs> clean? Is he cursing? Like all over the, is he, does he turn into this whole, I'm like, I just can't, I just cannot see. It was just, um, and so I, I was researching for this podcast. I ran across a video of you doing stand-up my, my, and I was man. blown away. I was blown away. I was like, <laughs> it was, I mean, I, one of the jokes, <laughs> was so funny. <laughs> I won't say it on here. I was just like, thank you. Wow. <laughs> but, but I mean, I was, I was blown away. And, and, you know, and the guy, he introduced you and one of the things he said was improv genius. And I'm like, and I've seen you do improv like, and, and, um came to one of your shows you did at the black box theater like yes downtown, and you know and so that was just one thing but i mean just let's before you even get let's just back up a little bit and, and, and how did you i mean from the big did you always want to to go into acting and, and be a comic you know growing up uh did you just stumble upon it just tell me a little bit about your history okay i'll try to uh try to do the thumbnail sketch um and as opposed to going down into the rabbit hole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I always had a, an attraction to telling stories and, and to, to storytelling um, and making stories. Stand-up comedy um, was the um, gateway drug for me. That was what I did first. And then someone saw me on stage and suggested that I try improvisation. And from there, I, ran, I, I encountered great actors um, and they pulled me into the theater. That's, that was kind of the trajectory. Um, there are, and it, it's always been a, uh, about telling the stories, finding a way to tell stories. Um, and uh, stand-up was, was what I did first, um, and it is, it's still home, and it's something that uh, I'm, I'm surprised that you found something online. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that hard though. I, so, oh so, no! I, searched, <laughs> it, it, I didn't, it didn't come up right away, but I was uh -huh. like, "Well," and I, and I, it was I was searching for, I forget how I it led how I was led to it, but it was great. Like and again, oh. like saying it, like I never, like just be, and, and and I you know I think if you look at a lot of the great comedians, you probably say the same. If you hadn't seen their stand up, like if you look at like a Eddie or or th those guys in person, it seems like a lot of them are very different from their, I mean, you can say actors too are very, can be very different from the characters they play. So like you just said, like you're telling the story. So it's all about that story. So you're portraying a character almost within stand-up, right? You know, um, but again, I, I was just so blown away because it was, I was not expecting that. And so just talk about that, like that first time, you know, you were on stage, you remember your first set. Oh, I do. Absolutely. I, I remember the first set um, and uh, perhaps the second set. The, uh, there was an advertisement in uh, the local paper for amateur comedians. Um, come and do five minutes at an open mic night. And I thought I would give that a try. Uh, wrote my little five minutes, uh, what I thought was five minutes, and went to the club to perform. And uh, there, was no, there was no spot. They, they'd filled up that evening. So that I had to come back the following week. So I had two weeks to work on five minutes of material. Uh, so the first time it was it was really very good, um, relatively. 
in 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 that I I knew what I was going to say, and um, I was comfortable with the material. Um, so I, I think the audience was um, they were well they were very supportive, mm -hmm. but also I think they they were they um, uh, appreciated my the level of preparation. Uh, it went downhill from there. <laughs> 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 the wonderful thing about stand-up comedy is that you you really you really you it, it's really bad when you start um it's a process of of finding your voice mm -hmm. um and that took years for me on stage um but so that that was that was the first experience and it was always it always uh finding my voice was um a challenge because I had to I had to get rid of a lot of other people who, uh, other people's voices. Mm. And I grew up listening to, to comics, and I thought, well, this is how it's done. Um, but I had to find uh, I had to find my voice, and I had to uh, come to appreciate that my lived experience was worth trotting out there on stage. So was it other? It was was it only other comics' voices, or was it other comics' voices and like family and friends' voices? Like, oh, okay, it yeah. was. Um, it was other comics' voices. It was almost as if other comics were trying to tell the story of my life, if that makes sense. So, so the 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 experience of of uh, relatives and family, but through the prism of of comics that I'd heard growing up. Um, so I had to had to uh, work through that and, and find my particular way of of presenting the material. Who did you listen to? Who did you? What comics did oh, you look up to? This is this is. <laughs> I grew up in uh, Southwest Ohio, and there was a jazz radio station there, and their format was jazz and comedy, um, and this was uh, during the time when there's still such a thing as albums, <laughs> so they would oh, they would play cuts from all of the the great comics. Um, my parents were jazz fans, so we always had that that station on. So I heard a lot of jazz and I heard a lot of, a lot of uh, great comics coming up. Um, a lot of storytellers. And that was the thing that was, I had to, uh, I was <laughs> disabused of the notion that <laughs> people would wait for me to tell the whole story. Cause I, I grew up listening to, you, you listen to somebody like um, uh, Shelley Berman or, or Bob Newhart. Mm -hmm. um, they take a lot of time to, to get to where they're going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and, but the audiences go there with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Attention spans were a little different when I started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so here's the thing. The thing that is uh, that surprised me when you mentioned that, that one that you've never seen me, and two that uh, that you found something online. Um, I very intentionally separate stand-up comedy, mm -hmm. um, and and uh, it is not surprising that you can't imagine me uh, being stand-up. So why did you do? Why? Why? Mm -hmm. Because it's uh, it's a burden when um, you go from from one genre to another. Um, it is, people, the thing about, the wonderful thing about stand-up comedy is, is it's very um, inclusive. It's, it's very, uh, stand-up comics are approachable. Um, and it, and the, the form of stand-up comedy seems to be very accessible. So people have a very clear notion of what, what stand-up comedy is. Mm -hmm. From the insides, it's a little different. So when I would um, tell people, and I learned very early on not, not to do this, when I would tell people when I w was in a, a, an experience, in a, in a situation where I was, uh, I was asked to act and I would tell people that I was a stand-up comic, um, they would 
assume a lot of things about me. Yeah that weren't necessarily true. I, I remember distinctly in a director uh, at the end of a, a, a scene, uh, pausing and saying, wow, he didn't do shtick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dude, this is a pretty dramatic piece. <laughs> that's, that's not what we were going to do. But that he was on the edge of his seat worrying that somehow I would, I don't know, uh, break into Henny Youngman or something. Um, so I, 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 I absolutely separate the two um, stand-ups can't imagine that I act, that I act and uh, my, the, the people from the acting part of my life really can't uh, imagine that I'm a stand-up unless they, they uh, see the two. Um, <laughs> I had, so it wasn't uh, two trains. One of the productions, an August Wilson play, hmm, what's the one? Maybe, uh, maybe it, it was. Because uh, we did it, Joe Turner's Come and Go. It, maybe it was Joe Turner. Yeah. Um, where some of the cast and, and uh, support crew came to see me do stand-up comedy. Um, and Claudia Allen, I remember after the show, having her look at me and say, who are you? Are you yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very, um, very effective at, at, uh, at stand-up comedy. And I, I understand that, that, uh, that, that medium um and it's it's entirely different from from uh acting the acting that i've done it's interestingly the um uh the play the first play that we did together two mm -hmm. trains running it was I, I very intentionally chose something i came that was the first play i did after my second city experience really um, yes wow so second city was second city is it's a fine institution um it is um the some of the finest comics comic minds have gone through second city mm -hmm. so i did uh, years of of sketch comedy um and i wanted to do something completely different mm -hmm. and so what was that like i mean you have so many comics coming to there mm -hmm. um and and you trained a lot of comics as well and work so talk so you know yeah i've done a little improv a little tiny small about when I did, you know, I grew up in theater. That's I wanted to be an actor. That's all I wanted to do was was go to Hollywood. And so I started acting in, in, in elementary school. But then as I like went through the years in high school and every, I, I joined like um, theater companies that were outside of high school. Mm -hmm. So we did travel. We traveled a lot. Did all these, so they would have trained us a lot to do improv, you know, just to, to be able to think on our toes on stage and try new things. And so, again, a tiny little bit of improv. It was always fun to me. But it was something that when I saw real people that did it, like that were really good, I, I would always be, I was afraid of improv because I'm like, I just don't think there's only so much so far I can go. Be I, I was always called a cerebral mm -hmm. actor. And I get going to that later because there was, there's a reason why some people, somebody asked me, why don't you do stuff on screen? Why don't you act on screen? And I was, I felt safer on stage because I was far away from the people and I can do, I can be bigger and I can do all these things on stage that you necessarily couldn't see from the audience screen. I'm just too self-conscious. I'm too self-conscious to act I on the screen and too cerebral. And so I'm like, I'm better off working with actors. So, but I, I say that to say like improv was kind of like, I can only go so far with that, but I see, I saw you do a piece um, at black box. And I mean, that was probably just a small, uh, uh, something you've done so much. So talk about just working at Second City, working with all these different comedians and doing improv and like, how, where do you, 
what is that like to 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 be on a stage like um discovering a scene it is um it's amazing it's a wonderful experience the, the improv works best when you have seen partners who are generous and when you're listening to one another and there's a lot of give and take um we uh we often talk in terms of the game um the game is is the the agreement that the players have in order to build the scenes and when you are and, and like um like a sports situation or just a, a childhood playing situation when you are in the middle of playing the game that's all that's going on <laughs> you are completely focused on that um and when the scenes when the best work of the second city was created it, it, the moment was it was like that you were mm -hmm. completely immersed in the process of creating that that scene and it is as if um we we it, it was oh it's almost as if you 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 uh are so in tune that you know one another's thoughts um and the, the wonderful thing about stand up about improv is that the audience is also part of that process uh, one of my favorite improv memories was after a show uh, my friend debbie zurich and i had just uh, done a show together and afterwards someone came to us um, and complimented the work and talked about a specific scene that we had done and then quoted a line from the scene and they, they said that was that was the best line and they walked away and i looked at debbie and said i didn't say that she said neither did i but absolutely, that is what the person heard because that was what the scene needed. Uh, they were so involved in the creation of the scene that that um, they heard things we didn't say. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it was uh, the second city was. Uh, it was. I got to work with great people, and I, mm -hmm. I cannot say this enough. And this is this is definitely the. Yeah, I'm definitely not going down the rabbit hole here because it could it get long and boring. Um, I'd say this. I worked. It was like graduate school. I got to work with great people. I had wonderful um, experiences, and I grew so much as an artist. Um, it has informed all the work that I've done since. Um, it is constantly the bar that I, I, I try to reach when I approach the work. Uh, we were asked, and at, at its best, you're asked to be it is comedic, but you're asked to be authentic. You're asked to be mm -hmm. honest. Um, mm -hmm. You're asked to uh, to honestly depict the the human experience. I think that working with you um, on stage, I can see that. I can see how no moment was ever the same. Like you know, we would have six shows, or you know, it, it, every show was different. And we had it seems like all of our characters. Vanessa would always have us like somehow pitted against each other. Yes. Like we had to, like <laughs> our characters had to go. And so it was, it stretched me as a, as an actor. Um, Cause sometimes I never knew where you were going, like in a scene. <laughs> and then I could also tell too, when I was doing not so great, 
in a night. Like if I, my, it, because you just kind of take this energy and absorb it. And it wasn't that it was, if I, it wasn't that it was bad. Like you didn't give me, you never gave me anything back that was bad. It was just, I could tell like, okay, I wasn't on my A game because Rico listens so well and, and reacts so well in a scene that I, I don't know if I'm making sense, I'm, but no, it, it makes it, perfect sense. It, it it's like, it, so I could tell it was just, like, I, but I learned so much in being in scenes with you because I've learned how to listen more. I learned how to look at how you weren't, you, you act, when you act with a lot of people, you could tell some actors, uh, they practice and they, they're like, I'm going to do this thing right here. This is, this is the, the note I'm going to hit when I get to this scene. I'm going to say the line this way. And you get that and it's like, okay, it's cool. They didn't do bad, but you know that it, it, it's, you, you could just try some things, you know, mm-hmm. but I knew when I was on stage with you that, I didn't know what I was going to get in the scene. I know you're going to listen. I knew I couldn't be um, just doing whatever. I had to like always be authentic as I could. Like, and um, I, I, I thought about the last play that we did I, um, with with, with uh, Vanessa Jitney, and I'm still mad about this. Like, so the the one not <laughs> nothing you did, <laughs> nothing you did. This is myself. I'm upset because. <laughs> We'd had one of the rehearsals we had. I had a uh, I, that night. I had a, that the, uh, the, I had an argument with my wife, <laughs> and you know I was feeling bad. I came came to rehearsal feeling bad, just reflecting on the argument. Got on stage, and I think that was the best. The scene where you know you refer, you first see me. Yes. And, you know I've been away in jail. I come back. You know the scene when you first see me. And that was the best moment out of all the rehearsals and all the performances, all the actual performances that, and so I was like, so open the night in the night, the second night, I'm like, man, I'm not, I can't get back there. I'm like, I can't just have a fight. I can't pick a fight with my wife. Like every, every night, every night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honey, I got to do a show. I got to do a show. <laughs> but, but I could never. But it was just funny because I, that scene was such a, and it was different every night. It was different every night, and just kind of. So I'm, I'm. The question though is, is like you said, you pull from those experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, what? So that play when you did two trains. Mm-hmm. I mean, coming from the stage, coming to such a dramatic piece. I mean, how did you make that? Was it easy for you to make that leap? Because you make your stuff seem just easy like you know the transitions like was that easy for you um what preparation went into it for you to get to that place uh, it was it was not easy it was uh, absolutely necessary though um it was when i refer to the 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 experience of the second city as graduate school um two trains was like the first job after graduate school <laughs> okay okay so you have all these skills prove it Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's see what you got um and august wilson that's that's yeah, that's, that's that's quite yeah. a, a a step to to uh to take um it was it was not easy but it was and one of the things that helped with the, that particular piece um was that those characters were people i knew um, he happened, I mean, it, it took place in Pittsburgh, but I'm just a little further downriver from, from Pittsburgh. And the experiences were, the, these were people I, I knew growing up. Those were those, that was, it was my, my parents' generation. I knew those folks. 
Um, I'd been in that restaurant. I knew that neighborhood. Um, not the specific neighborhood that's referred to, but um, the neighborhood I grew up in was very much like that. Mm -hmm. um, we, yeah, we had a part of the neighborhood called the Hill, in fact. Um, and the experience, the specific experience of uh, a man losing his his uh, business through eminent domain, that is part of my um, lived experience also. Mm -hmm. so if you, yeah, drive through. Um, yeah, Cincinnati. You can you'll you'll drive through my my grandparents' living room on I seventy five. Wow. Um, the uh, so that that helped that helped uh, in the process, but it was not. It was a it was a challenge. Um, afterwards, I was I was glad that I I took that challenge. I'm glad I I, I did it. Um, during. <laughs> As, as it was going on, there were moments I thought, uh, this is this is never going to work. <laughs> there, I think there's still lines that I think back and think, oh, man, you never got that. <laughs> <laughs> Just never got it. <laughs> I would have never, I mean, I didn't know that. Like, it was, I, I would have thought you've done, you know, tons of plays staged before, before that, like serious pieces. And, but so, I, I, this is a question I always want to ask, mm -hmm. um, especially, why do it seems like comedians they can transition to the world of acting and they i mean they do such great work as dramatic actors a lot of the comedians that you know um, that we see but it's like a, it's like an actor couldn't transition to you know uh stage and be a comedian but why do you think comedians make such great actors they transition I think um, both the stand, both stand up and and improv helped in that the with stand up you are you are communicating with an entire room of strangers you are and and the the response is immediate and if you're doing it well you are eliciting those responses and there are responses that you you hope to elicit and when it succeeds yes you elicit the, the exact response that you that you were hoping for. Um, if you are attentive, then you uh, broaden your your vocabulary. You'll you'll, you'll add ways to to elicit uh, response, and and you'll challenge yourself to elicit different kinds of responses. Um, I think that and and there's timing, which yeah, is yes. is so important. Um, I think when you um, do that, when you're you're do on stage alone. Um, and and working work in a room that's a skill set that uh, that is transferable to acting um the what improv helped with was learning to listen to others in the room i mean when you in and stand up you abs you absolutely are listening you're listening to the audiences you're listening to to uh re reactions um yeah, and you all I mean I always always know the the one guy in the room who's not laughing. I can, I can, can always pick him out. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Right. right. Uh, yeah. Um with improv you are you are it, it demands that you listen to your scene partner um with your whole being. And that is so important with with uh with acting. With acting. So do you think though that like comedians are amazing observers mm -hmm. of human um, 
psychology, human, yes. just everything. And so as a as as an actor, you have to put yourself into you have to become another character. You know, not necessarily comedians aren't becoming the characters, but they have to study these people um at micro levels almost and 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 so i feel like that kind of helps like um as an actor did you ever think about it that way or or am i on the right track with that uh, you absolutely are on the right track and it is it is uh you you uh when you are on stage you're you're because you are commenting on the human condition so you have to observe the human condition mm -hmm. um and you have to uh communicate it authentically honestly it has to be relatable mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't you can't talk about people walking around oh they spent all day walking on their hands no nobody <laughs> does that no no we don't we, we, now we don't trust you Boom. right 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 <laughs> uh, so uh absolutely you are you are observing the human condition um and you were asked uh, to relate your your lived experience uh, to other people they would be folks they, they come they want to hear what, what what's going on with you mm -hmm. um so finding ways to make that um to finding ways to effectively communicate that is, is part of the the process so it is very it's very important to to listen to people to look at people and, and try to this is <laughs> try to find ways to communicate um uh as if you are another person or communicate the moment that another person uh, presented to you. So even if you're not doing that exact, if you're not recreating that exact person, you're you're um, presenting the the cues that that let people uh, understand. Oh yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, I, I yeah. got that. I have seen that guy. Um, so there is uh, it, uh, it in that one of the and one of the things that that allows you to do is is uh, to find out where your your limitations are and where it, whether or not you want to move beyond them. And, and you, what do you mean by that? I mean, there, there are things that, that I couldn't do um, early along. There are things that I tried to do that weren't, that weren't me. Um, coming to understand that and, and jettisoning that and um, not allowing that to be, uh, be, be a part of the process, not allowing, um, anything that that wasn't truthful to to remain gotcha. so they're trying to find this is in, in uh on stage and and in film trying to find i try to find find myself in the characters mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so find find things that that uh experiences that are, are relatable to me and then then uh feed them and use them to feed the character use them to feed the character and we're going to come back i definitely want to ask you about trials and sincerely bring yeah. we're going to come back to that like but i i wanted to first ask you i mean you have you been um performing doing stand-up teaching you've been doing that full-time for ever right for a long time so for a long time and so talk about i mean the ups and downs of that. I mean, people that want to be artists, this is a brutal <laughs> industry. You know, a lot of people say, why, why, mm -hmm. why? You can't, what are you, how are you going to make money? This and that. And so just yeah. to, to, for, and I know you have a, a support system. You have a wonderful wife mm -hmm. that, I mean, and so 
to talk about just just living and working full time in this industry that's not forgiving. <laughs> it is. It is. There are a m- number of really harsh things that that have have become uh, that, I, that I take for granted because that's part of the gig. That's part of the job. Um, years ago, it was it uh, relatively recently that I started that I, I embraced the thing that I heard when I was young. Um, and and uh, although I don't say it to young actors, I understand it. Uh, someone said this to me when I when I started um, performing. <laughs> the line was, "If you can do anything else, do it." <laughs> I, I get that. I, I just I imagine the now. face of a young person yes, to say yes, that. Yes, they're all pumped. Like I'm gonna become an. I'm gonna be yeah. an actor, and and you get that. Someone tells you that. Yeah, yeah. Any, anything else? Uh, because uh, looking back, it, oh, I understand now. This is this is cruel. This is a cruel, hard road. Um, and I, I, um, it's unforgiving. Uh, the what has help, been helpful is that I've found wonderful uh, colleagues and uh, people who support me, and mentors, um, teachers that have helped me along the way. It has been up, uh, up and down, and um, the I think uh, the, the initial, the early stages there, there was just a lot of frustration learning to do what I do um, because I wasn't I wasn't very good at it, uh, and uh, learning finding the the um, finding people to help me learn to do what I do. What, was the frustration just not getting gigs? Was it not, was it? It was not, un, not understanding what I did, not knowing what I didn't know. That, that, was, the, that was the initial frustration for me. Um, it wasn't so much of, of getting the gig, you're not getting a gig. It was not being as good at it as I wanted to be, not being as proficient at it as I wanted to be. Um, but I didn't, Finding um, finding out how finding out what it was I wanted to do, I think was the was the frustrating. What was was what the process uh, entailed for me, and that was that was uh, that was a, a long and arduous road. Yeah, um, not getting the gig. That was just part of the. That's yeah, that's part of the job. Get a job. You, you want to do this? Go go get the job. That, so there was. Um, it was probably more frustrating when I was younger um, because there, was, there were forces outside of myself that I could not entail, that I, that I could not control. Um, there were, uh, yes, I, I have a friend who has, talks about uh, walking into, um, into a casting office, into, into the, a, a casting uh, situation and having the casting director look up and just say no and look back down. That is wow. the sort of thing. Well, and and <laughs> that's the sort of experience that uh, that could be frustrating early along, mm-hmm. um, because there were there were um, particularly. It's 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 funny. I'm always when I in audition situations, I'm always surprised when I don't get the job in in theater, and I'm always surprised when I do get the job in film. 
Um, it is, mm. uh, when I walk into an audition for theater, I expect to get the role. Um, and when I don't, it's, it, it's a little, yeah, it, it's surprising. Why do you expect it in film and not, I mean, expect it in theater and not film? I expect it in theater because um, I, I do the work. I, 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 I prepare um, as best I can. Although I did, uh, I was just in a, a virtual conversation with somebody about uh, reading for the piano lesson. And in retrospect, I didn't do a very, didn't do a very good read. So, so, so I probably shouldn't have got that job. <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> um, but I, I always go in, uh, give it, um, um, do the research. Uh, that's the thing about um, theater. There are very few original pieces that I've done. So most of the pieces I auditioned for, there's his, you can find the work. You can, you can do the research. Um, and make choices uh, as far as the characters. So I, I always, always feel strong going into auditions. Mm -hmm. um, there were, in fact, the, the uh, there was an audition that I, I, I booted, um, I remember years ago, because I wasn't, I didn't prepare as, as completely as I should have. Mm -hmm. um, and stumbled through the the audition, and huh, guess what? Didn't get the job. <laughs> you learn from that. Um, I'm always surprised when I do get the job in film. Um, the thing about auditioning for for um, film work is that I have um, I've reached a point where there's not a lot of ego involvement mm -hmm. when when I go to audition for film. And I think that's that that is that's a learned experience. That that is something I've learned over the years. Um, that is, and it's like my friends' casting experience. They know what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I usually I've I have I have occasionally changed people's minds. Mm -hmm. That that's the thing that has surprised me. Uh, yeah. About uh, when I say I'm, I'm surprised, and I almost always surprised when I get the role in in film. Um, I'll, you know, I'll read a side or get a get the the, the outline of of the piece. Um, I, for years there, <laughs> I would, I would get, uh, sent auditions and, uh, the note would always be there would for years. It was, the note would be, we're looking for a Sam Jackson type. <laughs> you know what? I'm not a Sam Jackson type. So here's what you're going to get. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so when I got those roles, it was, it was like, as if the, the director would say, oh, 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 yeah, that, that is that, what I was that, looking for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's actually what I was yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it was funny listening to you because it makes me think about when I was auditioning for stage versus And I'm like, you know what? I've always gone into theater auditions. Either the, the roles were just... Um, kind of hand it to me because of just relationship or I would, you know, I would audition and most times I would get those roles in theater. And so I had this confidence for theater, right? Um, like you said, I just kind of go in and I'm just surprised if I didn't get it. Um, but you made me think about it now, like some of the auditions that I have for film, <laughs> like I think the very first audition that I had was actually for a Jeff Ray's film. Uh, China. Uh-huh. And I walked into the audition and it was a it were lined up in the front. Yep. And um 
somebody, I forget if it was, I don't know who it was. It was somebody that was assistant Jeff came in and said, you, 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 stay. The rest of you leave. And I was in the leave for, I'm like, wait, what? I didn't even like, I was like, I didn't get to read. How is that even fair? You don't even know what I can do. Like, and I think that experience I'm like, well, so it was funny though. I was like, that's not going to stop me. And I reached out to Jeff. So I want to help out. And that's how I, you know, met Jeff actually reached out and said, I want to help out, you know, however I can with the film. And so I was doing production assistant work, but like, uh, I auditioned for another, I went to another audition for a film standing in line. They did the same thing. And they picked a guy that said, Oh, I like your eyes. I like this. I like that. You come in the rest of you guys leave. I'm like, it is such a, a knock to your confidence so yeah. and i'm and, and i'm already self-conscious on screen like i i love stage because again like i said i was far away you know all these lights like but you're far away and it can be big and it's the furthest thing from who i am you know and uh-huh. i just loved stage uh but i would you know in high school i would come off and i would be afraid to walk across the lunchroom like they all knew me as an actor you know they're like oh that's ken on stage blah blah but i would be afraid to walk across the lunchroom because it was so massive i went to cast tech so it was so yeah. huge i was afraid i was gonna fall like going to the table <laughs> and trip. so that was a fear of mine like i don't want to be looked at don't look at me as i cross so film is like that for me because the camera is right there and you can't you can get away with things on stage that you can't get away with on camera. And so when you say that, it made me think like, yeah, like I, I, I didn't, I, I think I didn't really get cast for anything in film. I didn't audition a lot for it, but like I didn't, but I kept myself away from it. And I think now I'm like, I don't want to do it because I see so many great people doing it. And I'm like, I see that I can help um, create a space for actors because I love actors so much and, and I respect them so much. Um, and I'm better behind the camera. <laughs> I, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't do, I'm like, it's such a huge respect that I have for actors. And so, but when you, when I hear you say that, I'm like, yeah, I can, I can relate to that, man, because it's tough. And so to see you, to hear you say, you know, two trains was the first thing, but then when you go, and then when you go to, well, no, no, actually it wasn't that two, it was to, when you told me, uh, that you were scared about the role in Sincerely Brenda. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. Um, now, I do want to say that, like how you mentioned, going from um, stand-up, doing improv, was, and then coming to um, serious, dramatic acting, you wanted to do something totally different. And so all the plays that we've done together and seeing you perform you always had these roles that were just powerful and, and you just come on stage with so much force. And it was just, and I'm like, I'd never seen um, Rico. I'd never seen you in a understated role. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, that's why I went you for Charles. I, and, I, <laughs> and I was like, you have to do this understated, powerful role, but very quiet. And then when you said you were scared, I'm like, what, why? And so, but talk about, we never really talked about, like when you read 
the script and you said, okay, <laughs> what was your, what, what, why, where did that fear come from? <laughs> I think I might've said, okay, before I read this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You did. I was like, I like Rico, I have a character for you. I got this feature. You're like, I'm in. I'm like, what you <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was, uh, yeah, no, you're one of those guys. It was like, okay, yes, you, you get, you get the automatic. Yes. Um, and then we'll find out where the, where the pieces land. Um, the when I read it, it was uh, Charles was um, um, fully formed, and uh, there were very specific things, specific aspects of of this guy who you who I, you couldn't miss. Um, I had to; it, it had to be done. There. I was I was worried about um, making it. I was worried about about missing uh, his humanity. That that was the mm. thing. That was a, on the page. He was a a fully realized human being, and I was worried that I might not be able to capture that. I I I wanted to honor the story and honor the character and honor the storyteller, and I wasn't wasn't completely sure that I could do that. Like y'all, listen. If you haven't seen Sincerely Brittany, you need to watch the movie. <laughs> Seriously. Um, you need to watch the movie on Amazon Prime Go or Tubi TV. Prime. Yep, yeah. you have to watch it because, I mean, Rico, from the opening, I think I was never, I mean, I never doubted it as you could do, but I, I kind of, I never doubted it. But I I say that because like, I was talking to someone else about, about um, casting characters. And it's really, for me, it's like, I think a gift that I can say that I have is seeing connected to something spiritual and, and people that that's, that not, that's not seen, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know. I just connect to something and I'm like, okay, I, I sense it. I feel it. I'm like, okay, this is it. And so um, I just knew that you were right for it. And then again, like I said, I wanted to see something that, that I had never seen you do. And I knew that you had it. And um, the first, I remember the first day, the first day we shot, at the uh, corner store, yeah, and that first shot with you in the truck, I was oh. like, "Oh, there, yep." You could see the because I'm really big on openings. Like you know, you could lose a person. I you know, I turn on Netflix. I'm sure you do. I turn on Netflix yes. in the first two minutes. Um, it's like, oh, nope, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, got nope, nope. Yeah. So I had to, and you had. There was so much wait there with no dialogue like and people everyone that watches it says man this guy that we don't know what's going on with him <laughs> but like we got to stick around and see what's going on with him and that's not easy to do like that is not easy to do and so i mean where did you go I, where did you go i know you said <laughs> vanity but where yeah. did you pull from um, there are, we, we have, um, there was, I, I read something once that, that suggested that every, uh, emotional experience you need to, to be a, a, a good actor you've had by the time you're the age of 18. Mm. Um, there, there was a, there was loss and, and loss and loneliness, um, and fear and anger 
um, that that combination. What what is what is so trying to find, trying to to recall experiences that that uh, put me there. That that um, what was it that what was the the what happened to to uh, drive me into that that those types of moments um and you personally not not the yes Charles. yeah yes 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 and then uh, and, uh, and then also um yeah i don't it's gonna be kind of careful because there there is i'm i'm uh yes recalling that experience and and bringing that to the character Mm -hmm. but then also yeah very clearly it is it is absolutely the character yeah it is it is completely it is charles um but there there yeah things you remember from from life that those moments when you cannot see you cannot see the next moment there it's not possible to to imagine how this how this is going to turn out how this is how this is going to go on this mm -hmm. is this is this is the end this is the end, says uh, yeah. Brenda. Sincerely, Brenda starts at the end. It's over. Yeah. He cannot. He can't go any further. This, 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 this is it. Yes. I'm done. I'm done. Yes. Um. And then, and so the then the the and it, it's uh, uh was helpful for me um, as we move forward that, because then the question is, well, if you if you actually do go on. How do you do that? Mm -hmm. What is it that uh, that um, helps you to to take the the steps you need to take to to go on? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was brilliant. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's all I can say. Is like it it um, set the bar. Even all the actors in the film were like, it set the bar. Like, you know, and it just. And, and and again, and it, it, it's just because it says he's so quiet, but there's so much, you know, people instantly connect with, with, like you said, all those th emotions that you just um, pointed out, people connected with that without you even saying a word in the opening of the film. And then, and it just begins to unravel, not unravel, but you pull back all those, you know, layers as it goes along. You're like, wow, like, it, 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 so, I mean, I'm just like, okay, I can't wait to do the next thing with you. You know what's what's funny is like um when I, I always there was an idea I had I wanted to have you uh play a character that is doing stand-up, but mm -hmm. something that he's um you know doing behind everybody's back. But um after seeing you do stand-up with the I'm like, man. <laughs> Because it always gets my my brain working, like man, what kind of this could be kind of cool to, but it is that you know I think I mentioned this idea to you, but I've always I'm like I got I want to do something else that again is not like I can't do another underrated role in this <laughs> not, not underrated I'm sorry under yeah, under low key no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay well uh, let's uh, let's see on the on the bucket list what do I have what have I not done oh uh, 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 yes the Jerry action. <laughs> If you're looking at so uh, old old ass uh, action character, yeah, want to do that. Um, what else have I not done? I did did the monster. Yeah, did vampire movie. Did that. Let's see. Um, you are you actually looking at a list? 
right now. <laughs> like for you all that's you know, you don't have the video version. He was looking over it. This is how good of an actor he is. You know? I'm like, wait a minute. What else oh, is Oh goodness. But I, I am uh, <laughs> uh there the, one of the yeah, and one of the other another of the things about about Brenda was there uh, was um I'm always especially now looking for things I haven't done. Um there is I I, I don't have a lot of time for uh, for things that are not challenging. So look, I'm still looking for th that was the, oh that was the thing about uh, yeah that leaving the sex city and going into um, something like two trains. Looking for for work that uh, challenges me and scares me, mm -hmm. um, gets me out of my comfort zone. Um, there there are not as many of those as there used to be. Yeah yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's you yeah. know, action it's, hero. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I do have that. That is something. I, you know, I talk about it offline a little bit, but yeah, um, that's something that I've been wanting to do for. I had an idea for a little while, for years, that I want to actually like do a p a short piece. It's not, but it could yeah. be longer. But it's yeah, and I just you know, it's funny. I just spoke with um, I had Michael McCollum on the podcast. Yes. And you guys did a short together. We did a short. And I talked to him because I'm like, Michael, I have this piece that I want to have. And I went, I've been wanting to do this for years. And Rico's in it. And I saw him perform in um, you know, his film. Uh, mm -hmm. What is it called? Uh, he, he put it in the festival, Dead Boat. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And then I saw him perform in the film that you guys did. And I'm like, oh, you got to be this this antagonist that's in this. I have to, you know, and seeing that I created, I'm like, okay, because it was just like a bit character at first. <laughs> uh -huh. and I'm like, oh, no, I need to like turn this guy into like this an antagonist. And it just totally messed it all up for me. Now I have to go back to the, the drawing board. But um, but it is an action. It's kind of an action okay. kind of piece um, in there. And but anyway. I mean, oh. man, yeah, yeah, we could talk oh. about that. We yeah, will it, talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, 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 I mean, you've done so much. I, I think one thing I've always admired about you is that, I mean, you have such a, a wonderful history of um, just being on stage, like you said, being a comic, being teaching improv and, and coming across a lot of people that are, that have come through you and that are doing well in the industry. You know, um, and you're just humble and just so much humility and just so down to earth and so giving. And so I've always admired that about you. Um, you. And but I think we had a conversation, I believe it was a while ago. And you mentioned, I, I don't know if I asked you, I said, Rico, did you ever, there's a moment where you wanted to go the Hollywood route. Um, and, and I think you've, I can't remember, you said something, you said you made a choice, a conscious decision to to not go that route and i and, and so let's talk about like what why did was right. that um important to you not to go that route that's that's a great question uh, now i have to i um i don't um regret any of the the choices i made i made it i i was able to i got to do most of the things i wanted to do and um coach my kids in soccer mm there they, they i i it was it's been a it's been a great run um there would uh there probably probably could have made more money doing different things 
<laughs> this is, it's a it's a, a great line uh there was a uh a comic who was in la and we were we were doing a gig together and and uh uh, he he mentioned I you know I asked him how it was going there and he says you know it's a struggle you go you go you you go you go you you, you keep swinging uh, mm-hmm. you know you you but you got to get in line and he looked at me and said and the line doesn't start in Lansing <laughs> yeah uh, that is it is um, I I am um, very pleased with the things that I got to do mm-hmm. I I got to work with great I've gotten to work with great people. I've gotten to do some Im- amazing things, some amazing work. Um, I've been given some some fantastic opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, and and now and and there's still there still things that I I would like to to try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a uh, here's a question that I that I I have for myself as I as I look back, and it is 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 uh, was there. You know, was there was there um, a lack of confidence or a lack of of uh, was there fear that kept mm-hmm. me from 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 doing that from taking those those risks? No, still no. I, I I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were we were we were raising babies. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are. Uh, I don't. I don't regret the cho- choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the and I and I wouldn't want to have missed some of the opportunities that I've had. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, clearly um, raising the babies, but also uh, professionally some of the, some of the opportunities. That I've had. I, uh, it's been a good run. It's been a good run. I've gotten to do some, some um, amazing things. No, that's great. Like, like sincerely Brenda. No, right? uh, look, <laughs> look, it, Oh, I just can't thank you enough. And again, like you said, Oh, you said yes before you've reading the script and oh yeah, th- it was, and that whole thing was crazy because I remember you told me that your wife, she thought it was a short film. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just the, because the way that, the way that it was, it was uh, struggling with the, the production schedule. It's uh, okay. We we're going to start on this date and it's going to open on that date. It's it is literally going to open. Was it six months after was, we after the yeah yeah, yeah. It, was, it was crazy that never that never happened I just yes I I had a um, the latest feature that I'm, I have a part in just opened and it was we shot it in sixteen so I think four years oh wow I um fifteen or sixteen uh, yeah because I was doing I, I still have emails from the. From that shoot, and it just now opened. Um, yeah, yeah. So no, no. <laughs> I think it's just ignorance, really. <laughs> like it was, it was like, oh, we're gonna do this because, and, and I'll, I'll say this, like, a lot of it, it was ignorance, kind of, and it was just, <laughs> and, and and not so much ignorance, but I knew, like, I didn't have to deal with, like, in post, I didn't have to deal with, I, I did, like, I edited the whole piece mm-hmm. while we were shooting it. Um, so that was crazy. But I had um I had a colorist that was coloring all the way up to the end. It was everything was just I didn't have to jump to a lot of hoops to get things done. Um and I had this the skill sets and I think just a little bit um the skill set along with just you know some ignorance. 
<laughs> in the fact that when you said it, like that's crazy. I haven't like when you, I think you said Jeff was like, "What? He's what he's." Yes, yes. And I just never thought about it. It was no. just like, "Oh, I have to just get it done." It's like, yes. we just have yes. to get it done. Exactly, and, it just has to get done. <laughs> but it was crazy because when you said, you know, and people listen to this, like, seriously, like, if I think if I had a thought about everything that was on my shoulders, I probably would have collapsed, like, under the pressure. But I just, I just never thought about that because just to have, I mean, it was a cast full of high caliber actors, right? They were a wonderful group. Yeah. It's a wonderful group. But Rico, like, I mean, I was, this could have been disaster. Like you have a reputation, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you have not the same thing that not to say that other actors don't have reputations, but like, I'm just going to keep it real. Like you have, you have way more to lose. <laughs> oh man let me tell you okay there are a couple of pieces now there's one piece out there there's a piece that i hope will never see the light of day and i'm pretty sure it won't so, so no 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 you it's okay this all this all worked out it, it worked but you know i don't think i ever told you i i hadn't watched the like i watched the film i was editing the film mm-hmm. so I, I i watched it but i had never set back and watched the film. The first okay. time I sat back and really watched it was at the premiere. And so I'm like, wow, this was just, this was just God. Like I was like, <laughs> it was a pure miracle that it was pulled off. And seriously, like you had, it, when you said, you know, when you said your wife was like, wow, she, she loved it. She thought it was a short film. She didn't know what she was coming to see. And that was just like, wow, you know, if, if I'd have failed, I would have like just embarrassed. <laughs> like it was, so I didn't, I, and I didn't think about that until afterwards. Like, wow, I really could have screwed this thing up really bad. Like, you know, but, but I just appreciate you um, trusting me with the, with the material and trusting that, you know, um, I would execute it, you know, and trusting me with, with just you, your reputation, like, um, because it's not, I mean, you know, like, you know, sometimes you know, actors have to be selective about certain things that they do at a certain point, like, and, and uh, like you said, you're being selective about what you do and the things that you want to do. Um, and I'm just really appreciative of of you trusting me with this piece. And I mean, the movie would not be the same without you. I mean, it was just, yeah, <laughs> I still look at it in disbelief, you know, <laughs> that it, it, it's just, wow, you know, and, and I just never, I, I thanked you, but I just wanted to give you a roses right on here and, and say, you know, this I really, I really think you would appreciate and admire you. Just again, just for the human being that you are, and for the artist that you are, um, really do admire you, sir. And I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, and I, I look forward to doing more work with you. And um, I appreciate you and appreciate the vision. That was the thing about, uh, yes, Brenda uh, <laughs> said it could, it, it would have been failed. It was not going to fail. You had a very clear vision, um, and uh, and that uh, inspired confidence. Absolutely, that was it was going to. We were going to see that story. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, thank you, Rico. And you're welcome. I've, I've, I've had you here long enough. <laughs> okay. um, where can people? I mean, oh, you have work. Um, you have films on Amazon. You have films probably all over, but also 
Um, where can people find you? You have a website that people there can is, find uh, you? It's uh, ricoshow.com. Um, and they can find me on uh, on uh, Instagram and Facebook, Rico Bruce Wade, and to use them, use that. Um, and apparently, there's some stand-up comedy. Up there. <laughs> you have to do a little digging, people. You have to do a little oh, digging, goodness. but it's uh, worth the, it. Let's see. The, it. Uh, um, yeah, and see, go see sincerely, Brenda. Do that. That's what you should see. That's oh, you should see. yes. Yeah. Amazon Prime. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. Or 2B TV. It's free on 2B TV. Um, yeah. Thank you so much, Rico. Thank you all for listening to the show. Remember, please, please, please leave me a review and rate the show on Apple Podcast and share, share, share. I really appreciate y'all for listening. Thank you. And I'll see you next week.